Well, in today's show, we remember our good friend Dave Smith. We've got news about Pop-Up Disney coming to Disneyland, Ralph and Vanellope in Epcot, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing tonight, T? Good. Good. Good, 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 good. Man, we've got, uh, had a great weekend. Yeah. We went and hung out at Epcot, had lunch at, uh, at Rose and Crown, mm-hmm. uh, I yep. think we both had fish and chips. Fish and chips. I uh, can't quite remember what my wife had. She had something. She had the burger. Oh, the she burger. She had that burger oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and then who did we see? Who were the singers this weekend? Uh, we saw Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland. Dude, ate it up. It was awesome. Yeah. So Ashley Brown was the original Mary Poppins among the laundry list of other things she's done, Disney Broadway. Yep. And Josh Strickland was the original uh, Taurus Land, along with the other bazillion things he's done. And uh, Ashley was the 13th yeah. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> At, on 15 years of, of Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. a great show. And those two can really, oh, really dude, sing their hearts out. Josh did a tune from Aida that mm. I think was meant for yeah. uh, a female singer. Yes, I think so too. Killed it. God, yeah. he killed it. Yeah. Uh, he, he he gets into it. He I should mean, not he, sing like that. He he's, puts his whole body into it. Yeah, he's really super yeah. duper talented. And they have a live band backing him up, and yes. they were phenomenal. Yes. Loved every minute of that. Yeah. Uh, the piano player sings along, which is really weird because I wasn't right. ready for that. Right. Uh, so that was really cool. Had he was a, the only one with the microphone. Yeah, yeah. He needed to be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was really, really good. Had a blast. Uh, it was good hanging out yeah. with, with uh, Tony. I almost wish that they did, like, two of those shows and they were just a little bit longer each. Yeah. Because they really, they both have a long Disney Broadway history and could probably sing more than the what was it, 40 minutes, not even 35 and a half, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, by the time you get in, you get out in the intro, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just wish it was just a little bit longer because I would have loved to see more of it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I think that it would have been, uh, been a better show. Although, you know, I'm not going to lie, um, it was great just to be able to sit there and watch that stuff. Mm. What was really cool was um, the last song was super califragilistic from the Mary Poppins on Broadway and there were kids that had been in the musical in their schools doing the letters with her and in some cases doing (laughs) it better than her yeah and uh that was awesome it was so cool to see well the first verse she sung it without doing the hand gestures right right right, and then the second verse she went and did the hand gestures and the kids we're already doing it better <laughs> right. than her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you get a chance, there's still a few more days left in the festival, so go mm. check that out. And, uh, you know, go check. The best thing to do is to schedule a yeah. dinner. Yeah. And you don't have to rush. No fuss, no mess, no right. none of that stuff. So. Yeah, reserve seating. Yeah, it's so nice. And yeah. if, you, if you get there just like 30 minutes before yeah. the well, 30 minutes before the gates open, and the gates right. open about 20 minutes, so eh, about 45 minutes ahead yeah. of time, you get great seats. Yeah, sit right up front like we did. Right 
up in the front. Yeah. I mean, we saw the backside of Mary Poppins. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, <laughs> but all right. We also saw uh, the voice of Bell, Pedro Hare. Yeah. Uh, we, from a distance. From a distance. We were summarily ignored, and that's yeah. fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, she's out selling her artwork. We got mm-hmm. to see Noah, our buddy Noah. Yeah. Uh, who's he coming on the show? My, I got oh, yeah? to see him. Okay, he's coming on the show soon. We got to see. Was Greg? Did Greg show up? Oh, Greg was there. Yeah, we got to see Greg Mahala. Yeah. We got to see a ton of Disney artists. So that Larry Dotson was there. Yeah, uh, I didn't see Ducky. I looked. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see, see Ducky. Uh, Tim, I met a new artist, Tim Rogerson, who did the, my uh, uh, Pixar art, my Toy Story art. Yeah, he got a Tony got a really cool Pixar. Yeah, and and the cool thing is he flipped it over and drew. An alien yeah, on the back, a little, ba- a little, uh, a little uh, personalization. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. He does an amazing series with Stitch. It was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, still a lot going on at the Festival of the Arts. Uh, so go check that out. I think we got what another weekend and we're done. Yeah, yeah, this weekend. Uh, so yeah, so go check that yeah. out. And if you do go and you are going to buy some more, and most will take uh, an annual pass holder discount. Yep. So that's twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. And on some stuff. You're gonna That's need significant. It. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, all right. Is there anything else you want to add before we get into it? No. All right. Then, my friends, there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Hey, whether you guys are going on a big family vacation, some type of a romantic getaway, a destination wedding, maybe a cruise, a European adventure, or hey, Maybe you're coming to one of the amazing Walt Disney Parks anywhere around the, the world. Uh, you, you definitely want to check out our friends at Destinations to Travel. Let them be your guide for your dream vacations. Uh, all of our friends out there are amazingly qualified, overqualified, I would say. Uh, travel professionals, they will take care of you from beginning to end. All the way through, you never have to worry about anything. They'll take care of, of everything for you. And at no extra cost to you. All you're paying for is a vacation. All the travel providers stuff take care of them. So you don't have to worry about it. You're not spending any more money and you're going to get top shelf service. So go check that out. Destinations to travel. That's D2travel.com. The letter D, the number two, travel.com. All right. The, uh, (laughs) this news piece came across the wire and, uh, I, I, it hit me really hard because mm. this is one of the guys that I was a big fan of when I started getting in the Disney community because right. I'm, I'm relatively new still. Mm. Uh, and it broke my heart because I never got a chance to talk to him. He's one of those guys yeah. that I thought if I could just interview him. Right. You know? Yeah, I tried. Uh, but we lost we lost a friend. I would say a Disney legend. Mm-hmm. We lost a good friend. He was a Disney legend. Yeah, we lost a good friend. Uh, Walt Disney Archive founder Dave Smith passed away in Burbank on uh, February 15th. He was 78. Uh, Dave dedicated his four-decade career to the Walt Disney Company, preserving Disney's precious treasures of film from television, from the theme parks, and far beyond. Named a Disney legend in 2007, Dave was beloved by fans around the world for his wide knowledge of the company's rich history, which he shared in books and throughout his popular magazine column and how I knew him, Ask Dave. Yep. Dave was hired in 1970 wow, by Walt's brother, the year I was born, uh, and the Walt Disney Company co-founder, uh, Roy O. Disney, and his first responsibility was cataloging every item inside of Walt's office studio, or studio suite, hmm. uh, which had been left untouched after Walt's passing four years prior. 
So Walt passes away. Four years later, they hire someone to archive his office. Can you imagine being that guy? Can you imagine being Dave? Like, no. Only like a small handful of people have been in there in Mm. four years. Uh, Thanks to Dave's meticulous detailed notes and records, the archives is able to restore the suite in 2015. And today, Disney employees are able to visit and draw inspiration from this remarkable space. During his time as Disney's chief archivist, Dave grew the archives from a simple one-person department to a model among corporate archives. He is regarded by fans and historians as the final authority on matters of Disney history and was an active member of the Society of California Archivists. Hmm. He served from 1980 to 2001 as executive director director of the Manuscript Society, an international association of collectors, dealers, librarians, archivists, and others interested in manuscript material. What Dave Smith brought to the Walt Disney Company will be missed. There's not many people like him out there. And I've I've met his replacement. Mm, Becky. Becky. Mm -hmm. She's great. Yep. But Dave's going to be missed. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. I never had the chance to meet him. I wish I did. Uh, when uh, we had done our adventure by Disney and went to the archives, he was already gone. Right. Uh, gone and retired. Not gone. Retired. He's out of the company. <laughs> retired. Officially. Yeah. Uh, but he did act as a consultant on many projects for them, too. So uh, he always stuck his head in. And the weird thing was, too, just January 25th, not that long before this happening, there was a lunch with Dave on the studio lot uh, and he did look a little frail I mean he's walking around with a cane and things like that but I was like wow to hear now that he's gone and those whatever 20-30 people are the last people right. to have lunch with the dude right. you know publicly that's pretty interesting right so we'll miss you Dave yep. I still have some of your books and I'm sure there's more books out there I can get of yours all right, so, hey, uh, Pop-Up Disney. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's a Mickey celebration coming to Disneyland uh, Resort. Disneyland. Disneyland. Coming to Disneyland. The Disneyland Resort is uh, introducing an all-new, must-see pop-up experience at downtown Disney District. Coming this spring, Pop-Up Disney, a Mickey celebration, will transport you through the visual and whimsical immersive experience celebrating 90 years of the one and only Mickey Mouse and his darling Minnie Mouse. Of course, because you can't have one without the other. They're not hanging up this 90th thing yet. Uh, <laughs> it's gone. No, no they're, they're not. Going. Nope, they're going. It keeps on going. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the anniversary that doesn't end. He'll be 94 before we hear the end of this. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this limited <clears throat> time exhibition will feature several different imaginatively themed rooms with vivid displays inspired by all things Mickey Mouse. Every room will feature self-worthy surprises and provide plenty of fun and fabulous photo ops for your entire family and friends. This sounds very much like what they did in New York City. Hmm. Except now it's gone mobile. Yes. So hmm. one such surprise will be a supersized, super sweet bow sofa. 
in this area, you can pop into the portrait and take a seat on Minnie's plush sofa or pose under Minnie's giant bow and hearts. Don't forget to blow a kiss. <laughs> this separately ticketed exhibit <laughs> will be located near the downtown Disney District monorail station in the former space of ESPN Zone, since they threw everybody out. Yeah. Uh, tickets will go on sale soon. Keep your ears perked to the Disney Parks blog for more info and details. Yeah, and, and he means that because once those go live... They'll be gone. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. As fast as they come... That's right. ...will be gone even mm, faster. Yep. Uh, Pop-Up Disney, a, a Mickey celebration, is another fantastic example of the excitement and evolution of entertainment, dining, and shopping in the downtown district area. Most recently... They welcome Ballast Point Brewing. They love to keep saying that. Salt and Straw Scoop Shop. And the redesigned Wetzel Pretzel. Uh, Naples uh, Restauri Bar. Uh, Napoli Pizza. And the Imagined World of Disney. All back at uh, the district. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Sure. <laughs> hey. Hey. John. Yeah, buddy. Last week we had a trivia question. We did. And it was this. Uh-huh. When Buzz... Falls out the window. Uh-huh. Not pushed by Woody. Mm-hmm. Andy's toys try to save him with what? Wasn't he pushed by Woody? One might say that. What do you mean one might say that? <laughs> he, it's the, the, whether the definition of the word is, is uh, he was saved by um, the claw? No. He was saved by a barrel of monkeys. Oh, yeah. And uh, Brian L. is the winner. Sweet. Next, this week's trivia. You ready? Yep. Hit me with it. Who loves to play Buzz Lightyear video game with Buzz? So in the movie, they're playing the Buzz Lightyear video game. Uh Uh-huh. Who does that all throughout the movies? Wreck-It Ralph. Very close. Dang, Very close. I can't ever get these right. These yeah. trivia questions are hard, Uncle Tony. <laughs> uh, I'm sure our audience will know the answer, and they'll send it to the Disney Parks Podcast at the gmail.com. Excellent. Hey, uh, we want to encourage you guys to go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast for a couple of reasons. One, uh, we want to encourage you guys, if you love the show, you love what we do here, and you want to support what we're doing, that would be a great way to start. So when you go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and you sign up, you get an exclusive ad-free show. You get access to a private Facebook group. We do a live show every Monday night just for you guys. We also do exclusive video content. We have amazing offers in the tier system. However much money you support us each month, you get amazing prizes. And we literally just added a brand new show that you can only hear on patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We don't repurpose it. We don't publish it anywhere. It's only for our Patreons. And last week, we talked about uh, the plastic bag debacle. This week, we're talking about something even better Mm because it's more fun. That's right. Talking about jobs that we would love to have at Disney. Just kind of a cool little show. We want to encourage you guys, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Check it out. Bruh. Hey, brah. Hey. Check it, buddy. Guess what's coming to the springs, brah. Surf up, dude. Ron John Surf Shop, yeah. <laughs> guess, guess that. 
<laughs> Sad bye. Uh, I, I mean, we're 30 minutes from the ocean. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, in, a, in a move that both excites me and befuddles me, yeah. Disney has announced that a new shopping destination is being added to their lineup. Get ready, beachgoers, because Ron John Surf Shop is opening a local Disney Springs Town Center location. The new 10,000-square-foot store will be opening its doors in 2019. Check this. Near the Polite Pig, and will be filled with all your favorite beach and vacation essentials. Disney will be sharing more details in the coming months about the store design and what makes this location unique. So be on the lookout for future details. Follow Disney Springs on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for the latest Disney Springs happening. I think this has taken over that two-story area where they were doing the video game stuff. Yes, I think so. So when you come down the escalator, if you go to the right, you're the polite pig, yeah. which is where we're doing our meetup in May. Yeah. But if you go to the left, yeah. it'll be the new Ron John I think shop. So. I yeah. think that'd be great. Yeah, I think that's where I saw the picture of uh, coming soon. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, I, I, what do you think about this? I mean, we have one at Universal. Ron John we, shop? Yeah, I think so. Isn't there one? Uh, is that a Ron John? Is that a Ron? I'm not sure, even sure now. I don't think that's a Ron John. I no. think that's uh, another surf company. Oh, another one? Okay. Yeah. The, There's one at every mall. <laughs> I I don't... I don't see why we need one at Disney Springs. I just thought it was a weird mix of... Uh, I'd rather it be that than something else. I mean, other than I'd like... I'd like a, another restaurant. Trust me. They're 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 shoehorning them in, buddy. We're getting Haleo soon. Yeah. Uh, I would love for there to be that men's store that we keep talking mm, about. Yes. But I don't see that coming. All time. men's. No, no women, children, kids... All men's, all men's, period. All men's story. clothing. Not yeah. that we don't love the ladies, yeah, or the kids. But I mean, there's tons of ladies and kids stuff all around. It would be nice if they had like a whole section of nothing but men. Yeah. Okay. Next up is uh, the internet. Uh, step into the internet with Ralph and Vanellope at Epcot. So they're, I they I told you they're putting IP all over that park. Yeah, yeah, and it. it I knew that something was up mm-hmm. because when I was there uh, the other day, we came uh, out of like the test track area. And when you're walking into Mouse Gears, there's a, a wreck at Ralph there. And I'm like, mm. that's out of nowhere. Yeah. And I think it's the play area. But yeah. I'm like, I bet they're bringing them into the parks. Yep. Where are they going to put them? Yep. So uh, Ralph and Vanellope from Disney's animated feature, Ralph Breaks the Internet, have been meeting their fans at the Disney Park since last fall uh, when their movie debuted. Starting this week, you can find them uh, uh, best friends in the all-new location at Epcot. The staff at the Imagination Institute mm. is now conducting a new experiment, creating a portal into new dimensions. This portal has opened a window onto the Internet. See what they did there? Mm-hmm. For Ralph and Vanellope to step through right into Imagine Works area, the Imagination Pavilion, where you can meet and greet with them every day. I think they're also trying to put the characters inside A for our comfort and B theirs. Right. So I'm fine with that. Uh, the hit film uh, Ralph Breaks Into is now available uh, on digital and comes on Blu ray February 26th. Available for the first time on 4K Ultra HD. Wow. 
So if you really want to see Ralph break the internet. <laughs> so you get off of Journey to Imagination with Figment. Yeah. And you go in, into Imageworks. Yeah. That's where he they're going to be. So. Yes. They should have put him upstairs. Yeah. That would have been cool. Mm. Cross through the, the, the rainbow bridge, mm. you know. Oh, that's just me. I just want to go upstairs. <laughs> uh, Paddlefish at Disney Springs is going to start hosting uh, a Mardi Gras rooftop dining event. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in this. Guests looking to celebrate Mardi Gras while Disney World are invited to the third floor deck at the Paddlefish where they can now enjoy a new New Orleans-inspired four-course dinner along with Mardi Gras-themed cocktails. The event begins at 6.30 on February 27th. And here is a list of what's on the menu. For the reception, you can have mini muffaletta. Mm. You're welcome. For the first course, you can have crust, crap, crap, I can't speak, crab stuffed merliton. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Second course is some seafood etouffee. I know what that is. Yeah. Third course, confit chicken and grits. Know what that is. I definitely know what that is. And then for dessert, you can have the famous Bananas Foster. Uh, guests must be 21 years of age in order to attend, because I'm sure the alcohol will be a-flowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are $95, including tax and gratuity, and can be purchased over at eventbrite.com. Nice. Uh, interesting. Seems a bit pricey. Yeah. But uh, if alcohol is inc- included, I'm assuming that. I don't know that to be true. Right. I could see where that extra money would go for, but I mean, we're talking like a one, two, three, four, four course. course meal for ninety-five bucks. We had a three-course meal at Rosen Crown for fifty. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their events seem to be a little bit on the pricey side, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know. And I really don't like the roof deck. There's no air conditioning out there. Uh, the roof deck is really nice. In the evenings, when there's a in breeze. In the winter, yeah. Uh, in the late, late fall, mm-hmm. winter, early, early spring. Yeah. Outside of that, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's, not so great. it's hot and sweaty. Yep. And those couches are not. <laughs> no, they're not. Nice looking. They are not comfortable. Yeah. All right, so Disneyland After Dark is getting a little plussing on their uh, After Dark event. Nice. Uh, Heroes Now Assemble is coming to Disney's California Adventure. Oh. Uh. The Disneyland Resort has announced another Disneyland After Dark event, and this time it's going to Disney's California Adventure. Disneyland After Dark Heroes Assemble will take place on two different nights, available April 30th and then on May 1st. The events will begin after the park closes at 9 p.m. and will continue till 1 a.m. I'm in. So bring the kids. <laughs> because that's a great time to take kids out. Uh... <laughs> Guests are encouraged to dress as their favorite superhero as they enjoy the entertainment that includes a dance party and a heroic show moments. I'm going to become dressed up as Blade. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? <laughs> He's a Marvel superhero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, look for encounters with some of your favorite superheroes, a scavenger hunt for hidden artifacts, speco- special decorations, photo opportunities, themed food and beverages, special merchandise plus surprises celebrating 80 years of comic art nice so there'll probably be some nice expensive pieces yeah uh ticket price is 109 includes admission to the park beginning at 6 p.m unlimited photo pass 
uh, digital downloads, commemorative guide map, uh, event credentials, and access to select attractions. Sweet. Tickets will go on sale to Disneyland Resort annual pass holders on February 19th, with tickets available to everybody else beginning on February 21st. So that means everybody else won't get anything. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're you're up uh, you're up a creek right there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this news item came across and I saw it and I thought it was really cool. Mm. Uh, but there's a couple characters I'm like, say what? Uh, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, Disney's planning four adult-focused animated Marvel series for Hulu. Uh, Disney's expanding one of the most profitable properties into yet another genre, animated series aimed at adults, and they've chosen Hulu as their platform to feature them. So basically, I don't know if you saw, but Netflix mm. has scraped all the series. They're done. Oh, really? They're all uh, gone now? Officially Jessica gone? Jones and Punisher were canceled like yesterday, the day before. Are they off Netflix? They're not they're off there? Netflix, oh, okay. but they're, they're canceled. Mm. So until the contract runs out, I'm sure you mm-hmm. can flip through them. Because they can put it on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Um, no, they can't actually. Why not? Because they don't own the rights to it. They They don't own the rights to the Netflix created property they own the rights to the characters they don't own the netflix stuff you know just because they own the rights to to characters doesn't mean they can go take it Mm. like the reason that uh spider-man is a combination of marvel and sony Mm -hmm. is because sony owns the rights to movie versions of spider-man so disney couldn't take it and put they can do it with homecoming because they've got an agreement but they couldn't do it with like the the toby Maguire ones Mm. make sense it's crazy uh, Nothing makes sense with Disney. True. A recently, uh, as recently announced by Hulu, four new series are in uh, in development that will focus on some of the more obscure characters, and boy, that is an understatement, for the Marvel Comics universe. Mm. Modoc, Hitmonkey, Tigra, and Dazzler. Never heard of any of them. And Howard the Duck. All right, Howard the Duck I've heard of. Disney certainly had success utilizing a lesser-known characters in the past, like Guardians of the Galaxy mm. and Iron Man. Iron Man was not a big character. Thor, not a top-tier character either. Hmm. But, hey, look what they've done. Sure. Uh, before their hugely successful films, even Iron Man wasn't a household name before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, these animated series are expected to follow the same release strategy of Netflix Marvel characters like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Again, characters that weren't top tier. They had done a Daredevil film, but they'd never done Jessica or Luke or Iron Fist. So, right. uh, All of those characters debuted their own individual series before culminating in a team-up show called The Defenders, which bombed on Netflix. However, Hulu will do roughly the same thing. Hopefully not the bombing part. Mm. Uh, releasing individual programs that will lead up to a special entitled The Offenders. Uh-oh. That will see these characters thrown together. While Netflix Marvel series seem to be dropping like flies, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist have been canceled, and the Punisher and Jessica Jones, uh, as of this writing, is in question, but I know they've been canceled already. Hulu seems to be the likely platform for anything that does not wind up on Disney+. Plus. Well, Disney+, Plus is supposed to be all family-friendly, right? Right. So, adult-themed animated series ain't gonna fly. The Walt Disney Company's upcoming streaming service, Disney Plus, uh, is probably not going to air it. So Hulu already streams two Marvel youth-centered shows 
The Runaways, and Youth? Freeform's Cloak and Dagger. The Youth Center show? Youth-centered? What it, no, Youth-centered? Oh, yeah. <laughs> as well as FX's Legion and Fox's The Gifted. Disney Plus is already set to feature its own slate of shows featuring some second-tier characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including Loki, rumored Scarlet Witch, rumored Falcon, rumored Winter Soldier. The new streaming service will debut later this year. So why are they putting these on Hulu and not waiting for the Disney Plus thing? Disney Plus is supposed to be family friendly. So make a channel on there that's for adults. I just work here. I don't know. But it does it does do Disney well to have properties out there because they've already mm-hmm. got like Legion and The Gifted and cloak and dagger okay. they've got stuff out there so why not put stuff on hulu because people are already going to hulu to watch like the runaways mm. already so why not have animated stuff because i'd watch it yeah i, I watch all that stuff man i'm a loser yeah it's like a podcast just spread it all over the place That's wherever right. you can spread it all out baby yeah. spread it all like a cat out. you just That's spray right. it all over the place <laughs> no comment <laughs> but yes <laughs> all right hey it's it's happening. It's getting real, John. Is it? It's getting reels in the house. How's it getting reelsies? Uh, they filed commencement notice for reflections. Oh, wait. No, that's... Reflections of Fort no, no, Wilderness. That's right. Reflections. <laughs> Resort. Fort Wilderness. <laughs> Disney has filed a pair of notices with Orange County Association with its newest Disney Vacation Club property. Yay, that'll be number 16. Reflections. Reflections. A Disney Disney Lakeside Lakeside Lodge. Lodge. Oh. (laughs) Earlier this month, uh, Disney submitted two notice of commencement forms related to its newest timeshare property. Reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge was announced uh, back in October 2018, and the name reveal occurred a month later. And really just blew us all. So, so excited. I think that that announcement came right after the Disney Plus announcement. We were like, (laughs) what? Has the marketing team taken a break? (laughs) Or is the marketing team kids coming up with these names? (laughs) What? Yeah. We're just in awe of the awesomeness. Yeah. The uh, resort will be snuggled and located on the shores of Bay Lake. On land, which was previously part of the Disney's River Country Water Park. So enjoy your toxic waste. <laughs> I'm sure they cleaned it all out. Uh-huh. Well, sure. they're gonna build a, we're going to build a nuclear yeah. power plant there, yeah. so who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> one form lists the areas of improvement as 532 West Wilderness Way, Bay Lake, Florida, with a description of area development of site. The address suggests that uh, this permit is directly linked to the ground prep work. We got to encase all the uh, asbestos. Other construction associated with uh, the Reflection Resort. Right. The second form uh, contains a description of a new building, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, fire protection, civil, uh, civil and area development. This address is included on the second notice, and it is at... 4500 Big Pine Road. They just make these names up. I, I really believe they do. That's a Big Pine. Yeah. <gasps> Let's call it that. Yeah. Uh, over at Bay Lake, Florida. This location uh, lies more on the grounds of Disney Fort Wilderness, suggesting it could be related to the infrastructure changes at Fort Wilderness rather than the actual construction of Reflections. Both notices were recorded on the county in February 1st, 2019. Reflections will be 
more than 900 hotel rooms and Disney Vacation Club Villas to Walt Disney World with an expected opening in 2022. Disney's Riviera, the 15th timeshare destination, is currently under construction, slated to open in the fall of 2019. Wow. So, there you go, kids. I know that when they get the building built, I'll be a little bit more excited about it. But right now, I'm really meh about the whole thing. I know that sounds horrible, but I kind of am. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure by the time they build it, I'll be like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a, an interesting building. There's a lot of glass. and you know, I hope they take uh, some of Wilderness Lodge, some of Fort Wilderness, and put it into this building. You know, Let it be like a little right. mini mashup. Yeah, you know, I don't want them to build a contemporary there. It no. doesn't wouldn't fit in with, you know, there. The other thing they haven't mentioned, which I hope they do, is add more little cabanas yeah. along the shore. Yeah, I think that they did a really good job with the Geyser Point. So I have no reason to believe that they wouldn't be able to make I that really resort. Really would fit. love to see if that was, you know, had glass walls and air. I would have too. Yeah. I would have too, but hey, yeah. ours is not the wonder why ours is but to yeah you just know, do it just do it <laughs> all right guys anything else you want to add there pal no i think i'm good all righty uh make sure that you find us over at disneyparkspodcast.com you can find our show archives as well as all of our links to sponsors and cool people out on the internet make sure you find us on uh our social media at twitter disney podcaster facebook instagram and youtube all at disney parks podcast and finally, make sure that you go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up to help support the show. That'd be awesome. And also, lastly, don't forget our friends uh, at Destinations to Travel, the letter D, the number two, travel.com. Uh, if we don't see you online, my friends, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through